How do you lead an effective retail team? NHBA's Leading Your Team course teaches managers how to resolve conflict, how to establish trust, how to develop talent among your staff, how to improve team communication, and so much more. This course is offered online and is geared towards new and seasoned managers. The deadline to enroll is October 8th. Visit yournhpa.org FOL for more information. Welcome to another episode of Tell Me More, hosted by myself, Renee Shagnon. In today's episode, I'm talking with Victoria Cook-Creighton, floor manager of Annapolis Home Hardware Building Center in Annapolis, Royal, Nova Scotia. Listen to the episode to learn about Victoria's career in the home improvement industry, her experience with the retail management certification program, and more. Welcome to the podcast, Victoria. Hi, thanks for having me on. Of course. So I'm so excited to have you on. I've heard nothing but good things, and um, uh, before we really dive in and start talking about the business, um, do you mind maybe introducing yourself? I'd love to hear kind of your background, um, maybe what you were doing before joining the company, and kind of your thoughts on the home improvement industry. For sure. So I actually started with the company in 2002 as a student cashier. So I've been with the company, yeah, for quite a while. And I would have started with the company when it was a small home hardware store. And I was just finishing my last year of high school. So I went away to university and got my Bachelor of Arts and then went and got a Bachelor of Education. But I always came back to the store every summer and took on various roles. So I've worked on cash. I've worked in the paint department. I worked in a garden center. So every year I always came back and worked at the store. Yeah. So um, what was it that made you, when you went to apply and got the job from the beginning, what made you want to work at that business? Well, of course, I was only a student, so I was quite young, but the biz- we live in a really small town, so it's not sure. a whole lot of businesses in the town, but it's very busy and the store was nice and I had a family friend that worked there and I had heard great things so it made me want to apply and then once you once you had been there you're like okay I want to keep going back and continue to kind of work in the store yeah and every Um, year I came back I did something different so it just always kept me engaged on coming back and then I went away overseas teaching for a little while and when I was away yeah when I was away the owners of the business bought another business Um, in town, the competing business, and they amalgamated the two stores. And I came back and worked in that store as well. So we became a home hardware building center. And so I was back working at that store as well, kind of working on the back, um, what we consider our back counter, our contractor desk. So contractor and building sales. So really took a love for that side of the industry as well. And then in 2010, uh, the owners bought another store location and I had the opportunity to come back and work on the training side, training in HR. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm all about training. I'm on the member services team, so I'm always encouraging retailers to get their employees training. And I believe Home Hardware has access to, well, you do, you have access to all of our training too on Mm -hmm. on the Home Hardware learning side. Yeah, we have access to a lot of training, a lot of training and education for our staff, luckily. Yeah. So maybe can you tell me, I guess, about what some of those different roles are that you've been in and like, how did you get to the current role you're in today? 
Sure. So I would have started as a student cashier, as I said, and I came back and forth um, throughout my university career working on various mm. desks. I worked in the garden center, which was cool. I got to work in the office. I also got yeah. to supervise some of the other student cashiers that were coming through the doors. Um, then I came back and I was working on the, our contractor desk. So working a little bit of everywhere, getting a little bit of knowledge and everything. And that's really what helped me be able to do the training role is because I had experiences on all our counters and was able to train other staff. Sure. So are you, because I know your title is, you're the floor manager. So mm-hmm. are you, do you, are you the floor manager and then do you still do training or was that something you'd done previously? Um, training's involved in it as well, for sure. Okay. Um, but I was doing the training in HR between both our stores. And then okay. in 2015, I came back just to the Annapolis store to focus more on the floor management job. Great. So, so tell me, I mean, a little bit about, um, I guess the company in general, the history, the history that you know of it. And then, um, so are there currently three locations and kind of there's, how do they all, <laughs> there's currently seven locations now. Oh, we have wow. seven locations. Yeah. So oh it's a gosh. second generation store. It started in 1982. The current owners, Rob and Joanne, his parents, um, built the store in Annapolis Royal. So they built the original okay. home hardware store. And then in 1999, Rob and Joanne purchased it from them. And then I would have started in 2002 with them. And so wow. and then 2008, they um, purchased the competitor store down the road and amalgamated into a home hardware building center offering more services. We have a rental department, commercial sales, turnkey houses. And then more recently, yeah, they've <laughs> expanded to many stores. So we have home hardwares, we have home hardware building centers, and we even have a home furniture store. Oh, cool. So, so with that, having seven different locations, are you, do you get to do other things with the other companies or how does it kind of work? Are you mainly just in Annapolis, but do you ever connect with your coworkers from the other locations? Oh, for sure. Um, when I would have um, worked between the two locations, our Annapolis store and our McKagan store, and then when I came back fully onto the Annapolis store, we still have connections with the other stores. We still uh, have staff that travel between stores helping out in other departments. We had someone down here the other day from a paint department from another store. We do a lot of cross-training that way as well. Sure. Um, but I'm, we're all involved in the other stores. We do management meetings together. We, yeah, very involved. That's that's really cool. So did you and I I didn't have this listed as a question, but um, was it a struggle during COVID for all of your stores? I know uh, restrictions, I mean, all over have been pretty strict, but I know for Canada, it's been it seems like just from what I've heard, it's been a lot for you guys as well. We've been very lucky in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia's numbers yeah. have been quite low in comparison to oh, other good. places in the country. Yeah. So we've been very lucky, but we see, yeah, still the struggle of being having to wear the masks and everything that you have, all the protocols you have to put in place for all the customers um, can sure. be a lot, but we're very supported through the owners and through the other locations as well. So we kind of all work together to get through that. Yeah. But we've yeah. actually had such increases in sales since um, COVID began. A lot of people have decided to go into the home improvements um, while at home. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was definitely, um, you know, hearing from retailers, a lot of people I've talked to, it wasn't that they weren't busy. They had lots of business, but some of them, it was difficult as far as staffing. It was, mm. was that an issue for you guys or not bad? Yeah, we had staffing um, at the very beginning because it was so unknown. There was a lot of staff yeah. that were off um, because we had no clue really what was going to happen at the very beginning. But then um, staff came back on and we really 
came together as a team. So what is, um, what is Annapolis Home Hardware Building Center? What are, what's the business kind of known for? What are your kind of top categories? And then I guess after that question, I'd love to know how it kind of fits into the umbrella of all seven stores. Sure. Um, are they pretty similar? Like if someone went to one and went to the another, they know that they're all kind of related or, um, so maybe just tell me a little bit about your specific store and then kind of the overall. For sure. Our store is best known for our knowledgeable staff and customer service. Like we provide okay. great customer service. We're in a very small town. So a lot of our customers are repeat customers. So we're seeing them every day or weekly. Um, so sure. we don't, while well, we, I don't have specific niche products, we have to keep our product selection always new because we have a lot of the customers that come in every single day. So we're always changing our displays, try to keep our store new and exciting. And then we yeah. also have programs like key cutting, propane, tool sharpening, home installs, like I mentioned before, and commercial supplies, a lot of services within the store that make us unique and customers want to come for those services. But we do pull mm-hmm. from a larger area. Our stores aren't super vast in distance. Like one of our stores is only 20 minutes away. So we do see oh, a nice. lot of the same customers. Um, they are starting to understand that our group is all as one. So we're coming together and really changing and making differences in the stores to make us all amalgamate together and really have that one vision. So it's coming together that way. So yeah, they go to every store and they're starting to learn, oh wait, this is one of the Lori Group stores. So maybe do you, like what's the presence like in the community? It sounds like you said when you started, there weren't a ton of other businesses. How's, what's the size of the community like? What's kind of the um, makeup? Like what if, what's, the industry that's the biggest leader in in your community and um you know i'd love to just kind of hear like the relationship between your your staff and then the customers that shop in in the business sure our town is about 500 um people so quite small we do have quite a few businesses in town but there a lot of them are tourist based so um we have a very big influx of uh people come in during the spring and summer very historical based um very historical area so it's a lot of tourism a lot of uh farmers markets and art shops and very um like theaters and everything that's really historical to the town yeah yeah um, and then what's kind of the, you know, I know you, you have about 500 people in town. So is it a customer walks in? Most people, at least one person's going to know their name and oh. maybe what, they're, what they're constantly like looking for or on the hunt for. Do you have those close connections with your customers? Oh, for sure. We know, I would say, probably 90% of our customers' names, 95% even. Yeah. Uh, we have a big influx of people moving to the area, especially oh, since cool. COVID. But even before that, yeah. in the last 10 years, a lot of new locals. But we learn them very quickly, and they'll come into the store, and you know exactly what house they bought. You know who yeah. owned the house for the 30 years prior to them. And you know all the information. We have know what their paint color is on their house. We um, really yeah. know the customers well. You know who their wife is. You know who their kids are you know what their kids are doing Uh, so it really makes a difference with the connection of the staff and that great customer service because we know and remember what project they were working on last week they're showing you photos of what they've been doing and our paint department is one of our biggest departments in the store and that's really where community makes the connection is with our paint department as well Um, for sure but yeah we do have a very strong presence of customers oh and from the 80s yes that's what you were saying yes Um, the store being changes yeah 
So there's probably been like people who are like they shop there as kids. Now they're bringing their kids into the store type thing. Yes, and it's really nice because um, uh, Beth, who actually is the owner and Rob's mom, she actually still works in our store a few days a week. So she works upstairs in her office, so she's still around. So people will see her um, come down on the floor, and they're so excited to see her still working in the store and, and of course, Rob and the whole family. And then we have Rob and Joanne's daughter, Gabrielle. She um, has worked in the store since she was tiny, tiny. I remember her on the um, cash. She'd be on a step stool wading through customers just for fun. And now she's actually a student cashier with us and works in our garden center. And actually, it's going to oh, be working in our paint department. So people love seeing amazing. her in the store, for sure. So what's the family's last name, just so I know? Lori. L- how do you spell that? L-A-W-R-I-E. Oh, okay. Lori. Yeah, Perfect. Lori. Yeah. Um, so do you guys have, would you say you have a pretty strong presence in the community and... Um, do you use things like social media or, you know, obviously prior to COVID, were you doing a lot of events? Maybe tell me a little bit about your type of outreach that you would use. Yeah. Um, so we've always tried to maintain a really strong presence with the community. We participate and sponsor a lot of town events and festivals mm-hmm. and parades, golf tournaments, theater events, kids events in the town. So we have a very strong presence that way. We are in the golf tournaments, um, the parade. Every year we have a natal day parade and we're always very competitive in that. Uh, and yeah. then we've also hosted many, many events within our store. We've had a kids Halloween party that we've had going now for over 20 years. Um, Last year was the first year that we missed it. And I was determined I was still going to make it work with COVID. But then at that time, the restrictions were just too much. And it just unfortunately didn't happen. But it's been over 20 years and the staff get into it. And like, it's a lot of fun. Does everyone dress up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We dress up and then we we all of our staff help make the games. So a lot of our warehouse oh, staff have cute. actually created so many carnival games for us. And then we do oh. treat bags and over the years it's changed, but we've done pumpkin carving. Uh, so that's one of our main kids events. And then we also have a uh, story time with Santa and we have the best Santa. Oh, one I of the staff that. members dresses up as Santa and he is the best Santa. And that's Aww. changed over the years, too. It really started as uh, photos with Santa. And then one year, um, we did a Skype with Santa from the North Pole. Oh, yeah. And then we've now turned it into story time and cookies. And we're actually involved with, um, we're right across from a grocery store. And they okay. do a cookie decorating on the same day. So we pair with them and oh, so um, like other community event. events. Like everyone yeah. comes and brings their kids. That's yeah, great. and since this year um, we couldn't do story time with Santa, we kind of done our own parade. We just put Santa oh. on the back of one of our trucks, dressed it up. We a bunch of us dressed up as elves, and we kind of announced yeah. it on Facebook as a last minute, like, if you're in town, watch out, Santa might be coming through. And we paraded Santa through town, unfortunately oh, in the rain. That. <laughs> that is but so yeah. cute. Yeah. That would be, those would be, if you, do you have photos from it at all? Yes. Oh, yeah. Tons okay. of photos. Something like that would be really cute yeah. for yeah. for the magazine article. Yeah. Um, We've also hosted so, like garden parties and ladies' nights yeah. and cooking events. And during so our, do you use social media to let people know about most of these yes. things? Or yes, okay. our social media yeah, has and probably grown. word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth, posters, uh, back when, yeah, <laughs> back when we used to do posters in the store, we still do a little yeah. bit of that. We used to do handouts and like bag stuffers and 
all of that yeah. stuff as well. But uh, more recently, it is promoted a lot through social media. We'll do videos ahead of time with Santa yeah. um, doing the promotional videos. Uh, we use yeah, we use social media, and we've had a lot of fun with our content. We've actually just recently hired a marketing coordinator that's oh, helping cool. with our social media presence through all the stores now that we've mm -hmm. grown into a larger yeah operation so do you have yeah. a different like page for every single store so each store has its own like hub kind of we do and then we share through each, each store and then we also have um clearance facebook pages for any of our clearance merchandise so we use that oh, nice. as well yeah is it do you mainly use Facebook or do you use Instagram or what are kind of your social media uh, channels that you use? Yeah. Our go-to right now, I would say, is Facebook. We have yeah. Um, yeah. we have started Instagram, but I would say our main driving is through the Facebook at the moment. Sure, I think that's where a lot of people can get information about mm -hmm. businesses still. So that makes a lot of sense. And we have um, a lot of people that um, comment on our page and comment on our photos. We get a lot of engagement through our staff photos uh, because we always dress up for all the holidays. And, yeah. Uh, I've, we've also um, had staff members do mini commercials for products in our store. Um, any uh -huh. of our draws are always live with, with staff, so it really engages people more to see our staff. And like I said, we're in a small town, so everyone <laughs> knows everyone. So when they see yeah. um, one of our staff members on Facebook, they know them. Would you say that like having all these events has been something that gets your team excited or not your team, but your community excited? And then like people come back and be like, my children loved the Santa story time or they're, they're so excited for Halloween next year. Like, do you get those kinds of um, oh. comments from your from your customers? For sure. And then also it's very cool because we get to see kids grow up like I Aww. from being we've had this uh, kids Halloween party for 20 years so some of these kids were like four and five years old three and four years old when they would have come and now I see them come into the store with their parents or they're going away to university and they're graduating yeah. and I remember them like dressed up as a princess Aww. at our Halloween party so it's I love really that cool. it, yeah it really sounds like it brings everyone together and like like you said, I mean, you bring a kid into a store and you make it fun for them. Mm. They're going to have such good memories of your business. And then when they get older, if they're still living in town, like they're going to want to come and bring their kids there yeah. and kind of continue the tradition. Yeah. And many of our students that we've hired have actually been students that have come to those events as children. So oh. that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, can you maybe tell us a little bit about the employees that you have on staff and maybe... You know, I, I know I said how many people are on staff and kind of what mm -hmm. the relationship is like. And obviously there's seven locations, but for your store specifically yeah. and then overall about how many people throughout the whole company are there. For sure. So I'm a bit ba biased because I, of course, think I have the best staff. <laughs> we, of course, have the best staff. But yeah. uh, we have about 25 to 35 um, people working with us in this store location, um, depending mm -hmm. on the season, obviously. Our sure. uh, business is very seasonal based. So uh, a lot of cottagers come in during the busier season. So we have summer staff that come on. We have a garden center that opens in the spring. So we have more staff that come on for that. But typically we run mm -hmm. between 25 to 35 employees here um, and yeah. I consider myself really blessed because we do truly have really great staff who care about each other and they also yeah. care about the customers they're serving and really enjoy learning and wanting to be here and really care about the customers coming in so we're really blessed yeah. in that way uh, we also have 
uh, most of our team members are ranging age and experience and knowledge and background. So we have people working here that have been in the industry for over 20 years. We have people who've just started with us and are under three months. We have people who ha are 16 up to 70 with different backgrounds. We have oh. people who've just moved to the area because as I said, we have had a big influx of people moving to the area. So some people yeah. are completely new to the area, come in, drop off a resume, and then all of a sudden they're part of our team. And they've just I moved here that. and they're learning the customer and learning that we know everything about their house and where they live. Why is it almost like I'm listening to this and, and I'm truly saying this from a place of, because I loved this show growing up, but it's kind of giving me like Gilmore Girl vibes. <laughs> we like get that a lot. Like everyone's really close. Yeah. Everyone knows each other. Each other. Yeah, um, it, like in a good events, way. Yeah. I'm not saying oh, yeah. to be like rude oh, no. by any no. means. No, it's but. one of my favorite shows. So that's yeah, a complete it's compliment. So, it's just like it gives you like the warm and fuzzies, which is mm. a good thing. Um, so uh, can you kind of tell me a little bit about what your introduction or your like kind of your relationship with NHPA? I know you eventually ended up coming to Indianapolis and you participated in the retail management certification program, but yeah. you know, pr prior to that, and we'll get into that a little later, um, did you know much about us? Like, did you hear about us through home hardware or did you get the magazine? Maybe just tell me a little bit about sure. your, you know, initial introduction to us. Yeah. Uh, initial, so Rob and Joanne have always been very interested in investing in the education of their staff. So even before okay. I took on the training role, uh, even when I would have been just starting with the store, they were always interested and always investing in the education. So we've done online coursings for years. Uh, we've done videos, training videos, training seminars. And part of that was the basic building and basic hardware course through the NHRA. Oh, good. So it yeah. would have been, and it would have been back when it was a binder. And yeah. uh, you would have had to like write your answers and submit them in. So since of sure. course it's now online with more courses available like the project pro and inventory management there's so many available so i would have started back when in those type of courses and then of course use the courses when i would have been taking on my training um, position with the stores and use those for training staff as well yeah do you remember ever getting hardware retailing magazine to the store or oh yes flipping yeah. that at all too for sure for sure, they're always on the lunchroom table. We share, like they've always yeah. been shared with staff, and like you'd sit there at lunch and read through them. Uh, so Get I definitely ideas and kind of yeah. see what other people are doing. But for sure. Um, so how did um, the team come to decide? Like, because it wasn't just you that went, correct? Was there another person that you went to through the program with, or was it? Yes. Have they sent anyone else? Yes, they had sent. Um, we actually went on it together at the same yeah, time. That's what I um, yeah, uh, she. I went with a lady named Jeanette. She was the floor manager down at our Metagon store location. So um, okay, it was a good great. opportunity to send two people at the same time so that we could use each other's experiences and learn together. Yeah. And because, like I said, our stores at the time that we had. We have both store, how many stores? I can't remember how many stores we had at that point. Yeah. But um, the two stores together, it was a good opportunity for us to go together. As I said, we go from, um, um, we have a lot of contact between all the stores. So yeah. we knew each other. I'd worked at her store pri previously. Um, so it was nice to be able to go together. What was that like um, when you found out that the owners wanted to send you and they like wanted to help educate you and give you even more resources to continue growing in your career working in their yeah. business? It was really exciting. Uh, I've done 
like other courses in the past, like seminars, small seminars, but this was mm-hmm. a really large opportunity to go down yeah. there and um, have the experience, especially yeah. and then, being able to go with two. Yeah, and then for anyone who maybe doesn't know much about the program, do you mind kind of giving them like your your take on what it was like? So through, for anyone listening, um, NHPA, formerly NRHA, has been, um, we've been offering the Retail Management Certification Program. It's a six-month college-level course, um, and it, I think we've been doing it since either 20, I think it was 2013 is when it, the program started. It was like a year or two before I started, and I started in 2014. So somewhere in the mid-2010s, um, or early 2010s is when it started, but um, you come, anyone who attends comes to Indianapolis three different times in a six-month period, and then the last visit, um, the student will present a um, their business improvement project, so something they've kind of been working on throughout the length of the course. Um, and then, you know, there's usually like a winner at the end, but it's a, in general, it just is such a feel-good time. But maybe tell me your experience of going through it, and for anyone who's listening, like, what did you gain from that? Yeah. And what was your business improvement project? Sure. Yeah, at the time, I had been in my position just about three years. And like I okay. said, I had taken a few other management seminars, but nothing compared to being able to have the opportunity to go down and actually spend that time with others. And the different visits, so having three different visits and the follow-ups from every visit uh, was a great experience. And it gave you the opportunity to step away from the day-to-day business and actually actually have time to develop your management skills and you learn so much from the peers like so much from everyone around you and everyone um, come together and they are all working on different business improvement plans so it's a really a good time to meet with others discuss what's going on in your business um, discuss things that you can improve learn from others and learn business strategies and advertising and marketing budgeting benchmarking so there's so much to learn in that course yeah was there anything in particular that you found the most like, like it was almost like a light bulb went off? Was there anything you feel like you learned that was that you hadn't have thought of maybe? Oh, there's there's so much. But really that first session um, really was about teaching you about your skills and about yeah. um, your really about yourself. It was all about learning about yourself and how you lead yeah. others. And I use it every day, every day. So maybe tell our listeners a little bit about the actual project that you worked on and then how was it like applying what you were learning in the business? Sure. So my uh, business improvement plan focused on developing a merchandising and promotional ordering program for our store um, to increase our promotional sales and then decrease leftover promotional inventory. So I had recently taken over ordering for our promotional inventory for flyers and I wanted to create a specific merchandising plan um, for those products. So it wasn't just products coming in for the flyer and hoping that they sell through the flyer um, and what to do with them when they're left over. So we focused on creating feature ends that were more project ends. I wanted to increase our flyer budget so that I could bring in more products to create um, more impactful displays. So we Mm -hmm. did that and then we were tracking all our end caps and figuring out um, for our dump bins, changing our dump bins and power panels and clip strips. Like I said previously, a lot of our customers are coming into our store and seeing our store every day. 
So I yeah. uh, wanted to make sure that we had a plan for changing out our power aisle and changing out our bins every day because many of yeah. the people coming in are seeing them every single day and having the same products in them. So I wanted to yeah. come up with a program of really changing the store more often and having the products available to do those displays. Mm-hmm. And then what was the result? Like, did you notice uh, an improvement or what was kind of your takeaway from that experience? Oh, uh, we definitely saw increases in our promotional sales. So we tracked all our bins. We tracked our our clip straps, um, clip strips. We tracked all of that and saw increases from the get go. And we still see increases. We're still working with that program. Uh, We have a lady that does our our, our, uh, merchandising and she is really taking on the program. It was also nice because in creating these end caps and creating the project sales, it was a good method for teaching staff and training staff on add-on items. Uh, So it's really, really continued and she's now taking it and really flying with it and it's doing fantastic. That's great. What was hmm. the um, what was your colleague that also went with you? What was her project? You I mean you don't have to go in depth on it, but I just be sure what the other one was. So she did a um, contest for a giveaway for a room, okay. a redesign of a room, which was really cool, oh, cool to increase her paint traffic. And so yeah, yeah. so it was a paint and design. So they ended up giving away a full f- um, room makeover. <laughs> it was oh, really cool. cool. Yeah. I and she was that. in the um, yeah. in the final three, as you said. It's a com- it is a competition, um, so yeah. she uh, made it into the final three, and she did her presentation um, with the final three. So it was really cool. Well, well, cool. And then, so yeah. then, did one of your owners come with you guys and like get to see you present at the end? Yes, um, Joanne came down with us, so it was nice. Well, to what have was her Joanne's back. overall take from the experience? And like, what as an owner was she? Um, excited to see her employees that she invested in see like what you were doing and see you get to like stand up in front of everyone and present it yeah she was definitely proud for sure and uh, like I said they've always been into and very invested in educating their staff so seeing us take that education on and really work with it in the store I think definitely has impressed yeah well and you wouldn't I think honestly um, just hearing about your your the business that you you work for and the owners that you work for um you know they're investing in you guys and then you being able to put this together it's it's just i don't think that you would still be here since 2002 if you didn't feel that um support and care from the team that you work for and that it sounds like the company is really a lot of people say this but it really sounds like it's a family business and like every employee is part of the family and uh, i definitely oh i i I, yeah it's i know it's cliche to say but it does feel very family i think it stems from robin joanne and even robin and beth starting the company and robin joanne promoting that family feel we definitely have a staff like you know everything that's going on with everyone's life we're involved in their life um big life events and for me i have a unique relationship with so many staff because many of them have been with us since i've been with us with the company back in the small hardware store so a lot of them have seen me develop and come back to the store and have watched me grow into the management position and have supported it and have been really there to help out and then there's others that i've had the opportunity to hire um, and really help the team grow and we are definitely a family yeah Yeah. has anyone like met like spouses or anything at at 
work as well because I feel like that happens a lot which I yeah, love I think that's that so cool. has happened a few times <laughs> Yeah, a few the, times. The hardware yeah. love stories. The <laughs> hardware love stories. Yes, um, yes, it definitely has happened. And then we hire, like, we do have um, family members that do work with us as well, and yeah. so it does really create that family. But many of us have been working together for twenty plus years, so yeah, it's yeah, it's a really unique environment of people who are brand new and coming in and seeing that family that's already established and coming into it and we always really but being welcomed with yeah being welcomed that, into like, the family yeah. and at times they're like, yeah at times I'm sure for the people who've just moved to the area and are new like, to the store they're like oh what have I got myself into all these like, yeah it's uh but it's very family oriented we know ever like yeah a lot of about each other and we really trust each other sure sure so, um, what, why do you think retailers, you know, after hearing your experience, it sounds like you had a really great experience going through the program, um, and you still use the things that you learned today in your operation. Um, why do you think retailers should get involved with NHBA, even if it is just doing our basic online training mm-hmm. or picking up the magazine and flipping through it? Um, what, what do you think people can get, yeah. get out of being involved with us? For sure, yeah. I'm the program in itself. I learned so much from the program um, during our first visit. You, like I said, we, you learn your strengths. You learn how to make a how it can make you a better leader, and it really helps mm-hmm. you craft your vision of what type of leader you want to be. Um, and yeah. then also through the program, you get to do these quick wins at the end, where you get to come back and continue to use what you've learned there. But I think also there's so many other resources available through the NHPA, like the courses, the website, the studies that are done, the magazine, this podcast, like there's so many great resources available to your at your fingertips. And I yeah. think the NHPA have done the work of bringing it all together and it's literally at your fingertips. Like you have the cost of business study or the cost of doing business yeah. study. Um, you can compare your numbers directly. You have the round tables. You have things that are online. You have things that are in person. And it's really giving everyone the option and the ability to connect with others. Yeah, I'm very passionate. I'm, I'm very much a connector. I love bringing people together. So I think it's been really rewarding. I've been with NHPA now seven years. So it's really cool getting to see um, the ways that we've been able to bring people together. And I like saying, okay, let's set your wholesaler or co-op or whatever your, your company is labeled under and set it to the side. Set it at the door mm-hmm. and come in and, you know, everyone comes together as independent retailers at the end of the day and, like, you guys are all looking for ways to remain competitive and stand out against the Lowe's, the mm. Home Depots, the, mm. you know. And I know you have those in Canada as well, don't you? Oh, Probably yes. Not as yeah, many we have, as, yeah. yeah, we have, yeah. Yeah, we do have Home Depot. Canadian Tire is another one that for us. Yeah. 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 So it's like player. finding ways to stay competitive and mm-hmm. and be innovative. It's mm-hmm. I just think it's the best way to, to continue to stay strong in this independent industry is to you know, lean on each other and look look to each other for advice, and yeah. and so that's kind of what I think NHBA is uh, helping facilitate yeah. in many ways. And the industry is changing so quickly; like you have yeah. to keep up with the changes. So to be able to have the resources available to you, uh, yeah, yeah, you need to be using them. <laughs> well, I didn't ask this, but I think it kind of comes off of this question. But um, for you, what have you know? You've been in the industry since two thousand two. Um, 
what do you enjoy about being in the home improvement industry? And maybe like, what are some of the changes you've seen from 2002 to now almost 2022? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that in January. Yeah. It's going. You've been in the industry crazy. for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Awesome. I know it's crazy, but I enjoy the most the change. Like it's continually changing, yeah. and you can continually learn. Every, like, yeah. every day there is something new to learn, and every day something's changing and it's exciting to be in an industry where you can learn something every day. It's not coming in and you know your job in and out every day. Um, you come in every yeah. day, you learn something new, and then you get to share your experiences, which yeah. is And I think, awesome. too, I've seen, just in my seven years, I've seen mm-hmm. more and more female leaders in our industry. And so would you have you noticed a change yeah. in just, like, more women coming and being at the table with the guys in a traditionally kind of a old school male industry, but there's so many really strong, hardworking women in this industry well as well, which is really great to see. For sure. Like, um, I think we have four female managers currently, and then our two supervisors or three, I have three supervisors in our store, um, and one's male and the other two are female. So I definitely think there's been a big increase of women coming to the table for sure. That's great. Um, well to kind of wrap it up, is there anything we didn't talk about today that you want to maybe share with our listeners or if they're coming through? Nova Scotia, maybe they can pop in and say hi. Yeah, definitely come to Annapolis Royal. It's a beautiful space. We're right on the water. Definitely a beautiful space to be in. Yeah, it's definitely nice here. Um, But yeah, if you haven't checked out the NHPA um, resources, you definitely should. Um, Don't underestimate the power of connecting with others and in the industry and really the value of educating yourself and others, I think. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate having you on, and it was so good getting to share your story with our listeners. So thanks Well, thank again. you for having me.